This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Talenti Gelato and Sorbetto. You might know it as that amazing gelato and sorbetto that comes in a clear pint with a twist-off lid. I do know it. I have seen it in my grocer's freezer case. I've seen some of their awesome flavors and even tasted them like sea salt caramel, Mediterranean mint, oatmeal raisin cookie, salted peanut caramel. I love that one. It has whole peanuts in it. Yes. Yeah, my favorite is the salted caramel, I have to say. Yeah, and they've got 33 enticing flavors. Really? That, is, that, that many? That is two more than some other ice cream purveyor you may know about. Mm, I can't imagine who. So to find Talenti at a store near you, go to talentigelato.com. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today's topic is picnics. We are reporting, I was going to say reporting live, because that's, you know, what you're that's supposed what to say. That's what it feels like. We're, 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 we're whatever here at Volunteer Park in Seattle. We are, yeah, in literally in the shadow. Well, not literally in the shadow, because it's really sunny and we just had to put on our sunglasses. Mm-hmm. But we are uh, near the Volunteer Park water tower, if you know where that is. Yeah, perhaps you can hear um, an airplane overhead. Perhaps you can uh, hear some dogs, some very well-behaved dogs walking by. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we're, we're here because we've thought uh, it would be crazy to do a picnic episode if we weren't on a picnic. I mean, it may yeah, be crazy. No, to do it a would just seem disingenuous. I mean, I've had plenty of like indoor picnics. Oh, I wanted to talk about indoor picnics. But I, we had to have a legit picnic to right. make this a legit show. So, uh, should we start with uh, memory lane? Should we should we like crack open some stuff and start eating and drinking while we while yeah. we talk? Uh, so, uh, what were the picnics of your youth like? So, I mostly think of picnics happening at the Oklahoma City Art Museum. That is an amazing coincidence. That is where I think of picnics happening. Also, <laughs> I've never been to Oklahoma City or its famous art museum. The Okla Center, but that's that's where picnics live. Well, so when I was growing up, we lived in this house on Westchester Drive, which is kind of like right at the, like just outside the really fancy part of town. Oh, sure. The fancy part of Oklahoma City is legendary. (laughs) Anyway, there was a place called the Buttram Mansion, spelled just like you think it was. 
B U T T R A M. Exactly. Okay. Uh huh. Wait, and wait, wait, wait a minute. I just realized that was even funnier than I thought. Yeah, wait. no, it's amazing. It's so totally it's, amazing. So how, anyway, do the, any the, children in Oklahoma City talk about anything other than the Butt Ram Mansion at any time? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even realize how funny it was until like, I was older. Anyway, so the Butt Ram Mansion is where the Oklahoma City Art Museum was housed when I was a kid. Sure. And they used to have these like you know live music things on the lawn. Because this was like, you know, a proper mansion with like, like the Versailles, a proper, a proper mansion with like the Versailles gardens out the back and the three graces looking into the reflecting pool and oh, so yeah, on and so forth. Anyway, so we used to pack a picnic. My parents had like a dedicated picnic basket oh. with like dedicated picnic, uh, you know, like plates and stuff. Okay. So <laughs> and and a special thermos that we would put drinks in and we would go listen to music and I would climb trees and stuff like that. Now, I imagine you like sometimes peering into the closet and like f- lifting up one one corner, one hatch of this picnic basket and just looking into it longingly. Did it this was, happen? It was really satisfying. It was the kind of picnic basket that had like, um, it had like two flaps that opened. Oh, car. You know, yeah. like it wasn't like a single lid, like treasure chest No, style. no, it was a double flapper. It was a double flapper, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about the picnics of your youth. I don't really remember them very well and um, I mean, probably, I don't think we can get far any farther than this uh, without me admitting that I hate picnics. Really? Yeah. Wait a minute. I didn't see this coming at all. <laughs> really? Okay. Are you hating this show so far? Um, no, no. I love doing this show. Um, but uh, <laughs> but it's, the thing about picnics is why do they have to be outdoors? <laughs> do you? Like, I So Brandon likes to say that I'm like that I'm like a less evolved person because my skin is so pale and like I'm legally blind mm-hmm. and stuff. And like, I wouldn't have survived in a, a prior area. Er, Did era. you say legally blind? I am legally blind. Oh. Did you know that about me? No, like without contacts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, but so, you know, I grew up being kind of not into the outdoors because I always got sunburns and I hated putting on sunscreen and stuff. But as an adult, I've come to really like the outdoors and therefore I love picnics. Yeah, I haven't gotten that far yet. So, I mean, the things <laughs> I, you know, I don't know how, how to talk about why I don't like picnics without it turning into like a comedy routine from the 80s. But like, you know, there's there's bugs, especially like bees, because um, like, you know, you go to the picnic, like bees come out and you're like, eh, I'm spending all of my time like trying, wondering if I should swat this bee away or if it's going to sting me. I, um, I know what you mean. There's like sometimes your butt gets wet because the ground is wet and you didn't oh, realize it. Oh, but did it. your parents not have like special picnic seats? I mean, um, we had we had like 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 seats that no. you could fold up and carry. And we didn't live in the fancy part of Oklahoma City. <laughs> no, we lived just outside. We didn't live the fancy in the part. in the uh, the uh, exploratorium. Whatever. whatever. <laughs> Um, so, oh yeah, no, we, we didn't even live on the outskirts of the fancy parts. So, no, we didn't have special picnic seats. We just had like a blanket that would immediately soak through if someone sat on it and the ground was wet. I remember we had this kind of like cloth seat thing that was kind of like a sling for your butt, sort of. That sounds great. It was amazing. I would, would, I would like to keep your, my would, butt in one of those at all times, just know, for comfort. like you could, if you were an adult, which I wasn't at the time, uh-huh. you know, you could sit in this seat for a couple hours and listen to your smooth jazz and never get a wet butt. <laughs> Now that you are an adult, why aren't we doing that instead? <laughs> oh, God, this? there's a bee yes, there's on the a, table. There's a bee buzzing around our not even open bag of Lay's potato chips. <laughs> oh, yet. no. So, um, yeah, so I, I have uh, unfond picnic memories of uh, there's getting... A, there's a fly on your shirt. Yeah, I don't care. Um, you know, now, now see, I'm, I'm grown up enough that I don't have to be terrified of bees, but, uh, but I don't have to like it either. Yeah. And, like, you know... First, you're in the sun, and you wish you were in the shade, and then you're in the shade, and you wish you were in the sun, and the food is always kind of 
room temperature and weird. And um, so, so but, but you, thanks for, think... for thanks for joining me at this picnic. What, what do you think of his picnic food? It's um, always weird. Okay, well, I think of his picnic food like stuff that's been sitting around. So like uh, a bag, an open bag of Lay's potato chips mm-hmm. says picnic to me more than anything else. And of course, I have no problem with that whatsoever. Okay, um, like kind of mealy apples. Yeah, um, I think this mm-hmm. is a pretty good apple actually. Uh, some kind of packaged cookies. I got Milano's today. Okay. Like sandwiches of the kind I really don't like, like, you know, cheese and lunch meat and mayo and mustard kind of yeah. sandwiches. See, I think of like, I think of like evening picnics. Ooh. So I think of picnics like. Picnics after hours. <laughs> I think of like, you know, food that was, you know, like roasted chicken or something that's roasted and then cut up and put in sure. like a Tupperware and you take it with you. And that's kind of nice, but God, it's so messy. Um, but how about I've, fried chicken? Fried that chicken, yeah. that's cool. But like, who wants to eat room temperature fried chicken? Doesn't the skin just get kind of soggy? Like, why is that picnic food? I don't know. Um, I, I have less of a problem with that than with other room temperature things. I'm okay with room temperature like, fried chicken. Like, how did macaroni salad and potato salad yeah. come to be picnic food when, like, you're not supposed to keep mayonnaise like in the sun for two hours. So this or is whatever. this is what I'm saying. Like a picnic is a thing where you go outside, which is which is uh, my second favorite place to be after <laughs> inside, uh, and you and you eat like some of my least favorite things, like egg salad and macaroni salad and potato salad and and uh, cold sandwiches and stuff. I mean, so I mean that said, that said, I have very fond memories of my dad's potato salad at, at picnics. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I'm gonna, I'm and gonna it was post- a mayonnaise based one. Um, I'm going to post this recipe. My wife, Lori, recently made this Japanese potato salad. I believe the recipe is from uh, Shirley Karasawa's blog, which is called uh, Lovely Landvin. That's, that's her name on Twitter. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll link to that. Um, it's a Japanese potato oh, salad. Oh, she lives here in Seattle. Yeah, she lives here in Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, the, uh, it was delicious. It has um, Kewpie mayo in it, um, the Japanese mayonnaise. Um, it has, uh, you know... Uh, potatoes and cucumbers and and a little carrot and uh, spicy mustard. Yeah, a little carrot, just yeah, a little one. Just a little <laughs> one. <laughs> one of those baby carrots just kind of stuck in yeah. like a candle mm-hmm. on a cupcake. Mm. This episode is brought to you by Salted. Learning to cook, it's difficult and expensive. Luckily, SaltedTV.com is here to fix that. I think the best way to explain it is. You know, it's like the Netflix of, of cooking. Right. So you want to learn how to cook. You want to learn a new technique. Maybe you already know how to cook, but you want to learn how to braise. You know, you go onto YouTube. There's like 17,000 videos. You have no idea which one is good. Uh, the quality is terrible. But if you go to saltedtv.com, you will get actual cooking videos from real chefs, like chefs you've heard of, people who have been on Top Chef. Uh, I watched a video with Gabe Rosen from Biwa in Portland, a chef I love, teaching me what to do with daikon radish. It was awesome. And, you know, this is all $9.99 a month. It's a flat rate, but you get unlimited cooking classes and step-by-step recipes. And it's all in HD video, Matthew. It's like you can smell the chefs. You absolutely can. You can browse by ingredient, cuisine, even by your mood, I understand. Yes, I want uh, um, to cook something that will make me sad. <laughs> Do they have that? No, they I'm don't. I'm feeling grouchy, and I need something that's going to cheer me up. I want to make grumpy stew. If you have a normal feeling, then saltedtv.com <laughs> is here for you. The possibilities are 
endless. Are Molly and I going to make videos to teach you how to cook? No, no we are not. No. And the reason why, we're so beautiful, you can't stand to look at us. And do you know what? If you sign up today, Salted will give you your first three months of membership for free with the code MILK. Yeah, we joke around a lot, but that actually is actually a pretty amazing That's deal. That's a banging deal. Like I said, I've been watching these videos. They are genuinely good. I learned something about Daikon that I didn't know. If you want to learn about it, just go to saltedtv.com and use the code MILK for your first three months for free. There's truly never been a better way of learning to cook. I noticed you've uh, you brought <laughs> something something uh, deliciously illegal. Well, so yeah, so I mean, I <laughs> deliciously illegal. Here, we'll put it down on this yeah, lower level of the picnic table. So anyway, no, I think of picnics as being a place to like drink stuff. Yeah, like I think that you should always have something alcoholic on a picnic. You know, assuming you're over 21, uh-huh. obviously. Oh, I think um, <laughs> in, in my family, we brought a lot of alcoholics along on picnics. <laughs> Not really. Sorry. Oh. Anyway, so I brought today uh, some Lambrusco from Delancey. Wonderful. Thank you, Delancey. It was opened last night. Cheers. Anyway, <laughs> it's very convenient being able to go take half bottles of, of already open stuff out of your own restaurant. Is that like a privilege we yourself. can extend to all of our listeners? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, great. Yes. <laughs> stealing, stealing from yourself. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I so, think, so oh oh okay yeah, yeah uh huh. So like, have you ever had any like true disaster picnics? No, not that I can think of. You would you would think like given given what a sad bitter man I am on the whole subject <laughs> that there would be some story from my past. But no, I don't think so. What about like like great picnics like happy ending picnics? <laughs> you, you, you mean like like someone someone came by and finished me off at the end of the picnic? Um, <laughs> sure, let's it, say that it, happened. You made it sound like you were <laughs> like, like a, I, I got you, murdered. No, like you were like a mostly eaten container of potato salad, and they came yes. along and just finished you off. Yeah, that that's what I meant. Let's let's say that for the for the co- for the kids yeah, listening. I was just wondering. I was just wondering. I think the worst picnic I've ever had was when I was like eighteen and. So one of my cousins spent some some of her junior year of college in France. In, in France. In, what do I win? In Aix-en-Provence. Anyway, and when my cousin Katie and Readers, I... Readers, I mean, listeners, what do you think Molly just said? <laughs> okay. So when I was 18, my cousin Katie and I did one of those, like, backpacking around Europe, like, your rail pass things. Awesome. And we went to go visit her older sister's host family in Aix-en-Provence. And because they wanted to show us all around, they put us in the car and drove us to this place called the Camargue, which is sort of oh, like this beach. where the Fleur de Sel comes from. Yes. Anyway, they drove us there and we had a picnic on an extremely windy day on the beach. Uh-huh. There's a f- picture of me and Katie like just being completely like pummeled did, by wind. What, did anyway, the wind blow the salt off of the Fleur de Sel the, the ponds wind, onto your skin? No. What okay. the wind did. Wow. Do you hear this bird? Nature, Matthew. I don't, yeah, I don't know if Nature we picked that up or not. Nature at its finest. So. Anyway, there was so much sand blowing across the beach. And, and Sarah's host mother had packed hard-boiled eggs and some sort of, like, salad in a Tupperware. And both were, like, filled with <gasps> sand within seconds of taking the lid off the container. Anyway, it was... I mean, if you've ever eaten a hard-boiled egg with sand on it... Well, if you haven't eaten a hard-boiled egg with sand on it, don't. Can we post a recipe for that? <laughs> yeah. That... So fly to France and go <laughs> yes. find this family in Aix-en-Provence, get them to drive right. you to the Camargue, and 
I think there's some flamingos down at the Camargue. <laughs> the way you were looking up, I thought you were going to say, I think there's some flamingos behind you. <laughs> nope. Nope. Okay. Anyway, should we start eating? Yes, please. Okay. So I brought my, my favorite thing to bring on a picnic. So and I find so, this to be a hilarious favorite right, thing to have. Here's how I rebel against picnics. Um, I, uh, do, you, do you have a knife? No. Um, I... I I, that's the other thing. You can forget stuff when you go on a picnic. Like all the stuff you need to eat food is at your house. Like why? <laughs> that, why do you need to like try and remember to bring that, all of that stuff? That, that's true. Yes, yeah. that's true. Especially the way your house is set up, where like the silverware drawer is also like arms reach. Oh, it's from the, the table. It's amazing. Yes. Um, I'm working on a system whereby everything will be arms reach from the table, so I never have to leave. <laughs> I think that system is called the internet. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I like to make something hot and bring it along on the picnic and hope that it sort of stays hot. Yeah. So what? I, where did you get this idea, Matthew? I don't know. Oh, but I like it. So I made some calzones or calzonies. I never know which to say. I think calzones. So wait. I mean, when you emailed me and said, I'm going to make calzones my favorite thing to bring on a picnic, I was like, how does a person arrive at this conclusion? Well, here's what I think happened. Um, I like to make calzones at home. <laughs> and, and I mean, on a picnic, you can do everything you can do at home only without some of the That's stuff. That's right. I brought my oven along. Um, and I think probably what happened is one time it was a nice day and my family, which does like picnics, I mean, the other members of my family, said, why don't we wrap these up and take them to the park and eat, eat calzones and play frisbee, which sounded pretty nice even to me. And we did, and it was great. And so we've, we've had done that many times since. And so that's why it's my favorite picnic food. Oh, man, that's Isn't so that sweet. That is so sweet. So this is a sausage and broccoli and mozzarella and Parmigiano calzone. Oh, it's delicious. Hey, you know what? Um, we've gotten this far without defining picnics oh. according to Wikipedia. And Matthew looked up the definition on Wikipedia, and it is so good that we need to read it verbatim for you today, listeners. It's, it's amazing. I, I, I don't know how many... Uh, citizens of the internet work together on this definition, but Thank I feel God like we, should, for we should be checking off like how how well we're f- fulfilling this ideal image okay. of a picnic. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, all right. A picnic is an excursion at which a meal is eaten outdoors, al fresco or en plein air. <laughs> Ideally, taking place in a beautiful landscape such as a park, check, okay, or beside a lake or with an interesting view, check. And possibly at a public event such as before an open-air theater performance and usually in summer. Okay, it's practically summer. It's uh, early June. I I understand that you've prepared a, a uh, monologue. <laughs> yeah, I'm going that you're to do be, after the picnic. You know what? I had to memorize a poem in French for Mother's Day when I was in third grade, and I still know it. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I had to memorize a monologue, a soliloquy from Macbeth. So what's the difference between al fresco and en plein air? I thought you were going to ask me the difference between a monologue and a soliloquy, and I I have no idea. Al fresco means taking place in Italy. En plein air means uh, taking place in in the the Camargue. (laughs) Wow, with sand all up in your business. (laughs) Okay. Um, Let's talk about the most famous depiction of uh, of a picnic in in the art world. Okay, and I would say, like, all right. If if I say like picnic painting, you're probably envisioning this. It's uh, le déjeuner le déjeuner sur l'herbe. Did I say that correctly? Oh, beautifully. By Manet, 1862. 
It depicts the juxtaposition of a female nude and a scantily dressed female bather on a picnic with two fully dressed men in a rural setting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I noticed that, that on is the- Matthew's kind of picnic. Right. That, that on this, you, you said you're going to ask what's my ultimate picnic scenario. I think we already know. <laughs> so uh, what's what's your ultimate picnic scenario? Like if you if you had to uh, choose like uh, who to picnic with, Ooh. where, like can it know- be someone living or dead? Yes. And does it have to be somebody I know? Oh, maybe I should do like one person I know and then like a famous person. Sure. <sighs> I forgot to think about this ahead of time. Can I have just a minute <laughs> yeah, to think sure. about it? Yeah, this is tricky because you, you don't want to just think of like your favorite celebrity or like, you know, the best looking celebrity. You got to think like who's going to be fun on a picnic. <laughs> <laughs> do you like how, like how I'm saying that as if that made any sense at all? Yeah, because yeah. some people just are not fun on a picnic, okay. like Matthew. Right. No, like no one is going to choose me because I'm not a celebrity and I would be ter- a terrible picnic companion because I'd be complaining all the time. Okay, so, so, um, okay. so my ideal picnic would be on an ordinary day when like I should be working and I'm playing hooky. Nice. Okay. That's like classic picnic moment. Like the weather's nice. Your friend calls you and you're like, screw normal life. I'm going to go have a picnic in the park and drink wine illegally. That sounds great. So it would be with like my spouse Mm -hmm. and is your kid invited? I got to be honest. I got to be honest. Oh, maybe when she's older, but not right now because it's real. It's, you know, like, Having a picnic with an almost three-year-old, let's be real, people, it's not a relaxing endeavor. It's a cute endeavor. Yeah, I'd rather have bees. Not relaxing. (laughs) Anyway, so um, it should be uh, in a sunny patch of grass, on a sunny patch of grass, close to some shade, so I can retreat to the shade. Okay. And uh, it would just be with a bunch of friends, like, you know, just close friends, like easy friends. And then if I had to have a famous person on a picnic with me, you know who I think I would choose? I think I would choose mm-hmm. to have a picnic with Michael Chabon, okay. the author. I think that he'd be funny. I think he'd be fun. I think he'd totally be down for playing hooky and drinking in the park. I think you're absolutely right. I, think I also think pick. he's very handsome oh, while also looking a little bit like my father's side of the family. <laughs> like Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I'd be down with that. Okay, that sounds perfect. Okay, uh, mine's going to be similar. So I like the I like the playing hooky idea. I like I think when you said evening picnic, that was really appealing. I want to I want to have my picnic like uh, I don't know maybe starting at like five p.m. If it's at the beach, does is that count as a picnic? Up is it before a performance en plein air? It it certainly is. We're, is, it, is there smooth jazz? Uh, no, that's the only that's the only thing worse than egg salad. <laughs> uh, smooth jazz is the egg salad of music. Um, and um, so I, I think I'm thinking the beach because I mean there's there's like a lot of overlap between a picnic and a barbecue, don't you think? Because like I feel like I'm pro barbecue. Well, so like at Golden Gardens, you know, you can rent one of the little right. barbecue shelter things. But yeah, we'll say like to, picnic, no, but, yeah. but, you know, to, to keep it pure, like it's it's not a barbecue. So it'll be it'll be a picnic. Um, we'll have we'll have some of my uh, some of my favorite uh, picnic foods like oh. charcuterie. Got no problem with that. Oh yeah, chips, calzones, sandy um, hard boiled egg. Uh, my uh, it'll be with my uh, my wife and daughter, and our um, celebrity guest will be The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. After dinner, we're going to play Frisbee because that's my favorite thing to do, like, in an outdoor setting. Oh, and, and you're going to have the rock on your team. Right. I don't even care if there's going to be teams. I just want to tell people, hey, you know what I did last night? I was just playing Frisbee with the rock. It seems like that would be great. 
That's cool. I mean, I think it would be fun to do, and then it would be even more fun to tell people that I did it. That's oh, cool. and, and I would be That's in the. That's how I feel about a lot of things. Right. Um, I would be in the shade um, because I like the shade, and then like I would occasionally retreat into the sun. Yeah, I'm feeling kind of sweaty right yeah. now. Okay, so other things we've got at our picnic we've got some prunes, as heard on the prune episode. We've got some Milanos, as heard on some cookie episode. I brought an apple. Um, what other things do you like to see at a picnic? So I definitely like charcuterie. I like cheese. Personally, I like uh, very low-maintenance foods. I mm-hmm. don't think I... I would be very surprised if in my lifetime you catch me roasting a chicken, cutting it up, and taking it on a picnic. I feel like I want really low-maintenance food. I might cook some sort of vegetable, but it would be like I would blanch green beans and toss them with a vinaigrette. Is this the basis for like a new reality reality show like um, How to Catch a Contractor? Is that what that's called? Um, we're trying to catch you roasting a chicken? Yeah, you're not going to catch me doing that. I mean, okay. I may do it, but you are not going to catch accepted. me. accepted. Anyway, so I think like cured meats, uh, you should, everybody should have like a small cutting board that you can take on a picnic. <laughs> some kind of, some kind of uh, foliage fell into my wine. At least it's it's not previously flying. Digested foliage, yeah, yeah, right. Anyway, yeah. So some kind of charcuterie, um, cheese, maybe a vegetable prepared simply, maybe like even just carrots with yeah. like a jar of vinaigrette. Would they be salted, kind of sweaty carrots? <laughs> no, okay, no. And there definitely needs to be dessert. I think brownies and some oh, fruit. Brownies. Brownies and fruit the are kind of the ultimate picnic, picnic, picnic food, yeah. food. But there has to be booze. There has to be booze. And it needs to be a cold beverage. Like, it needs to be either, like, if you're super classy, like a cocktail that you make and put all, like, chilled in a thermos. Right. Whoa. Nice. Or some, like, rosé, beer, um, can I Can I talk about Japanese picnics? Apparently, I really have lots of ideas about picnics. Um, yeah, but most of them are just like, get drunk. Yeah, pretty much. Go on. <laughs> with, with Michael Chabon. Yes. Um, okay, so um, the... Uh, Do in- you remember the picture of him that's on the cover of The Mysteries of Pittsburgh? Yes. Oh, I know we've talked about that before, <laughs> We'll post a picture, <laughs> re- listeners, of that photo of Michael Chabon. I just um, love it. That you can, you can enjoy in any way you like. Um, so uh, in Japan, like during uh, cherry blossom season, um, like uh, and late April, early May, um, people will go out into the park and set up blue tarps. I don't know why they're always blue plastic tarps. And you go like with your office or your friends, and uh, you basically spend hours in the park looking at cherry blossoms and drinking tons of beer and sake and eating uh, rice balls. And uh, and other little treats. It's great. That's I've never fantastic. actually done it. Well, I've done it at UW. They, I mean, people do it at uh, University of Washington in Seattle, but without the booze, which kind of takes a lot away from it. I think. So so here's a question. So they use tarps. I think this is a brilliant. <laughs> you have a twig hanging out of your mouth. Yes. So uh, they use tarps. I think this is a great idea for keeping the old bottom dry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try that with my my child. Oh, you're going to just wrap her, wrap just her gonna, in a tarp? I'm just going to wrap her in a tarp. Anyway, but do they put a blanket on top of the tarp, like for comfort's sake? Uh, no. Um, I, I need to do some more investigation on this. Because like I said, I know this is a thing that is done. And like if you go to one of the big parks in Tokyo in the spring, like every inch of grass will be concealed by tarps and happy people uh, drinking. But uh, I have never actually done it. So I'm going to make that. Uh, I'm going to put it on the old bucket list. Great. Um, Oh, my gosh. Wait a minute. Let's talk about everybody's favorite picnic topic, which is all the stuff. Oh, yeah. That you can buy. 
to well, make your picnic easier and more glamorous. Particularly the picnic backpack, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you used to work at Sur La Table. Yes. And you used to sell this thing. Oh, it was super popular along with raclette sets. Um, uh, this, so, is, this fascinates me. I mean, but if you think about it, based on the thing we said earlier, it kind of makes sense because the point of the picnic backpack is now you won't forget to bring stuff for the picnic. Like... Um, you know, you asked me if I brought a knife. I did not. But if I had a picnic backpack, it would have a knife in it. Yeah, but like part, I think I would argue that part of the charm is the old, the old make, make do-ness of oh. a picnic. Yeah, you know, like, so I went on a picnic with some new friends last summer. I see. And the the man of the couple totally impressed me by managing to open a bottle of rosé even though he had no wine bottle Did opener with him. Did he saber it? No, he didn't saber. <laughs> Matthew, you looked so excited. Like, can I meet this guy? Whoa. Did, no, no, wait. I want to guess. I want, can I have like three more guesses of how he yeah, did it? go ahead. Okay. He used... A, uh, an empty clamshell as an impromptu. Uh, <laughs> wait, no, I'm thinking of like a bottle cap. Um, he, uh, I don't know, he used his penis somehow. I give up. No, what he did was he took his shoe. <laughs> <laughs> he put the bottle of rosé kind of in his shoe. Sure. To kind of cushion it. And then he banged the shoe and the bottle oh, like, of rosé. like Khrushchev. Against, <laughs> against a rock so that he could like like the flat bottom of the bottle was banging against the rock through. <laughs> Dwayne, is, he prefers to be called Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> I'm not describing this very well. I, no. But anyway, it forced the cork out. Do we the have other people end. draw a picture? <laughs> yeah. Well, it forced. Oh wow. Okay. This is. Um, was this guy's last name MacGyver by any chance? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so anyway, so the picnic backpack. Um, don't be don't, be more like that guy, uh, less like the picnic backpack guy. I mean, is, is our point? So I the guess. picnic backpack costs like a hundred dollars. Yeah, sure. Right, and it's got uh, like a special blanket, silverware. It holds your wine glasses. It holds safely. your wine glasses safely. It's got pretty much everything Cork you need screw, except probably. except the food. But I don't know. Here's my thing. Like, I want I want somebody who like manages to pull it together on their own. Is that too much to ask for? So not me. No, um, no, but I mean, like, I, I appreciate yeah, no, the fact that I, you don't have, like, this... It's like... It seems, it seems there's, a little... There's no spontaneity to it. Yeah. Um, there's, no, there's no DIY ethic. There's no MacGyverism yeah. to the picnic backpack. I agree. I, I like a little MacGyver in my yeah. man. I like how we're, we're uh, <laughs> taking a stand against something that nobody has been interested in since the 90s. <laughs> but, you know... I'm not talking about MacGyver. Everyone's interested in that. I'm talking about the picnic backpack. <laughs> so, you know, when you sent me a link to the picnic backpack... Yes. You mentioned that I should be sure to note this product called Wine Sticks. Oh, right. S-T-I-X. Yes. That was also recommended on the same Amazon page as this picnic. Yes. Backpack. We'll link to that, too. So the Wine Sticks are basically like, uh, it's like a metal skewer type thing that you drive into the ground. And it's got a special, specially designed loop on the top that holds your wine glass. Mm-hmm. So and that I think if there's you're a- sitting on like uneven ground, your glass has this nice place to rest in midair. <laughs> um, yes. And I think there's there's like one stick for that holds the wine bottle also, so it doesn't mm. fall over. I just feel like, I mean, I don't... Here's I how I could see this working. I, I, right. I see I see what you're saying, uh, and, and I agree that, that it's kind of too much. But picture this. What if you arrive at the picnic, and there are, like, a, it's a meadow 
and there are like dozens of wine sticks stuck into it and with, with, all with full glasses and you can just like as you wander by just pluck a glass off any stick and just start drinking and I'm this not what I did I'm not sure where you put Jason's it when you're wedding. done I think you just throw the glass on the ground um, at and- my cousin Jason's wedding I pretty much did that with the wedding cake once everybody was up and dancing <laughs> okay. at the reception and people had kind of abandoned their pieces of cake at their tables I just went around and ate random pieces of cake off of people's tables. Oh, so you're a bag lady. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I um, was like 20 years old. Oh, okay. And that you were, you were no, only I a was kid. Like, I was like 20 and I had had like two Cosmos. This was oh, like 1998 okay. and I was wasted. I can visualize this and so I, vividly. I ate a whole bunch of wedding cake, other people's wedding cake. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, OPWC, <laughs> like the song. Are you down with that? I am. I am totally down <laughs> with that. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I was picking on you for that for that childhood indiscretion, but it actually sounds amazing. <laughs> no, but anyway, wine sticks. I just feel like, you know, I'd probably be really grateful if somebody else brought the wine sticks. Okay. And like they dealt with it, but I just feel like. I, I just there's something that seems so premeditated about it when really I want picnics to. At least seem very you want, spontaneous. You even want if someone, they aren't. someone to like just pull out a picnic blanket and kind of fling it open, <laughs> and just suddenly there is this lavish spread uh, with a female nude, with a female nude, and a scantily dressed female <laughs> bather. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's what you're saying. You want that's right? That's what I'm saying. Okay, I want. And don't forget to go to saltedtv.com and use the code MILK to get three months free of awesome cooking videos from actual chefs teaching you to up your game in the kitchen. Unlimited cooking classes, step-by-step recipes, gorgeous video. Oh my God, wait, I didn't notice this. A VIP chef hotline to answer your questions? Yeah, like why is this rutabaga doing this weird thing? Why does this rutabaga have these, like, hair things on it? Yeah. Oh, those are weird, huh? I'm going to hit up the VIP hotline. Let's Let's see if they can answer that. Let's do. After the first three months, it's only $9.99 a month for unlimited access to all of the great cooking videos from all these great chefs. Go to saltedtv.com slash milk and use the code milk. Woohoo! So that was our picnic episode. Um, let's. Uh, I want to get out of the sun now. Uh, <laughs> you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com where we will post links to wine sticks and a picnic backpack. Yeah, if you buy a picnic backpack through our link, we'll get a little kickback for that. So definitely we're in favor of the picnic backpack now. <laughs> My dog, I forgot to mention that we brought my dog oh, along yeah. on the picnic and my dog is dutifully laying at Matthew's feet. It's delightful. Um, my feet are very warm. Great. Uh, you <laughs> Along can find with us the on rest of you. Facebook at, yes, at facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast. Uh, maybe Matthew will post a calzone recipe. Oh yeah. I'll post a, I'll post or like a, a link recipe. to it or something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, you can uh, f- leave us a review on iTunes. Yeah. It's really helpful if you do that. It helps people find us. Yes. Uh, and until next time, uh, thank you for listening to spilled milk. Uh, we'll bring the wine sticks. You bring the rock. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amsterberg. Are you recording this? Oh, of course. Great. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.